Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Dan. I'm Opie. I'm Eric. I'm Daniel. And I'm Tinzian. And this is Death Before Dishonor. Today is Friday, September 16th, and this is episode 20 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast and featuring members of the Geek Bits Podcast. Last week, we were pulled through an interesting, uh, shining fissure into a place where there were several doors, one of which we opened and ended up smashing some food rations, and the second one, we opened the door and found unexpected uh, enemies waiting for us, and I will let Tinsian catch us up on where we are currently. Dungeon Master, you're a go. The goblins from the last encounter uh, have been killed, but they're, and we're still on the same encounter now, but uh, there is a goblinoid with a flaming hot uh, poker that is presently pushing Xanatari uh, at the northern end of the room towards an Iron Maiden that is open. Uh, between her and the uh, rest of the party is a turned-over large torture table, and from uh, the last encounter, uh, last play session, Bosk is in the room, and uh, the rest has been at range. Those inside the room are able to hear the calls for help coming from the long western corridor in the room, but at the moment you have more pressing things to deal with. Uh... Let me start with Bosk, as you are in the room. You, the goblin warrior that you were in a defensive stance against, uh, and the archers are dead. Um, what would you like to do? Get him! <laughs> Sick him, Rex. Oh, wait, that's me. Sanitari, you are being uh, pushed into the Iron Maiden. Uh, one more round of a contest of wills. Um, in terms of strength, and uh, you will be in there. Uh, what would you like to do to um, try and prevent this unfortunate fate? What is he pushing me with? Magic. Magic. Uh, <laughs> hands, you know, he's, he's got a hold of your uh, outfit, and he's trying to bull rush you into. Um, and where exactly are his... Hey, now! <laughs> <laughs> he, he, even though we're not 30 minutes in yet, he did roll to uh, cuddle with Sanitari in the last encounter, and it is the same encounter, so therefore the bluff and intimidation did work, and uh, they had a nice uh, flagon of mead and so forth. Awesome. <laughs> uh-huh. Sanitari slaps his hands away. Sanitari <laughs> is not into that sort of foreplay. And <laughs> decides, uh, I'm holding a shield and a mace. Is there anything I could do to bring up my weapon and you know hit him with it or kick or something like that? Um, you are being sort of a, a modified grapple at this point in time. You can try to use your shield as leverage to... Um, push him off, or uh, try and see if you can get some sort of uh, strike on him with your mace um, to try and see if it can um, break his his arm or something along those lines. <clears throat> okay. You're, you're pretty much in a close quarters uh, fight, so you're not going to get too good a swing on him. Okay. Uh, I don't have really awesome athletics, so I'm going to have to try to just do brute force and smash him. Okay. So then uh, you're just going to do a melee basic attack? I'll do Blessing of Wrath, which is a smash with my weapon and invoking divine ma- magic. So yeah. I will roll to hit. Yep. Hit him in the face. Mm, 15. 21. You have hit him. All right. Hey. You go, girl. Nine total damage. Okay, um, you again hit him, but uh, as was shown in the last session, he doesn't seem any worse for wear. 
Okay. So he doesn't let go or any anything like that. He's still pushing me. He's still he he's still pushing you, but he he seems to enjoy the fact that you have attempted to um to hit him. Or uh, is there any magical effects or any additional damage that is done? Um, myself or an ally within five squares gains a power bonus to their next damage roll against him, and that would be plus two. That that. Uh, Bonus. So, since my turn is over, um, I believe Opie, I'll throw that to Opie because I think he's coming soon. And uh, and there we go. I guess I would just call out to the group and say, um, this guy seems really tough. I don't, he's not responding to my attacks. Uh, a little help would be really appreciated. Nope. Daros heads out the other door. <laughs> says Daros goes, I remember the fairy fire. Denied. <laughs> I, I call out. Put your back into it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, a woman? <laughs> um, I could make the uh, the torturer go at this point in time and try to push uh, Xanatari in, but I think for the sake of uh, heightened adventure, we'll let some other attempts go on through here. Bosk is in there, and Daros is in there, correct? Thorn. Thorn, you are, what, behind Bosk right now? You, uh, right? Yeah, I was. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you would like to go, you can go, and then afterwards, uh, Bosk, you're going to be up. Okay. Okay. Um, so, first things first, I'd like to try um, maybe... Can I do something like a, an acrobatics check or something to try and get over to the uh, Iron Maiden and shut the door before she gets pushed into it? Let's see. You have a movement speed of what? Uh, six. That is not going to get you over there, but if you can manage to do an athletics and... Get to a, I don't know, Cesar. Uh, what would you say would be a nice, reasonable difficulty? Would you think twenty-five would be too far out there for a skill check of some type? Yeah, just to be able to, you know, get that little extra umph. I would say that would definitely be a difficult challenge considering our level. Okay, um, Cesar, if you sorry, uh, Thorn, if you can do an acrobatics to a twenty-five, I will let you do that. Just that extra, extra little bit. Uh, okay, I I guess I can try and roll it. I don't think I can actually get it though, because I've only got twenty-seven <laughs> dice plus two, so that'll actually only get me to twenty-two. Yeah, so never mind. It's impossible. So never mind. It's impossible. Um, so. Your acrobatics is two. You're a rogue. <laughs> what? No, no, my acrobatics is twelve, but Damn my athletics rogue. is two. Uh, I'm not a runner. I'm a, I'm a, an Assassin's Creed guy. Can't you like do some somersaults? Are you doing your acrobatics? I thought that's what you were doing. Uh, yeah, acrobatics. Okay, so I thought you said athletics before. Okay, so acrobatics. Fair <laughs> Stiffest rogue ever. Ah, uh, hold on. He's an older rogue. Um, you know, the knees are how cool. does how does a thirty-two go down? Thirty-two. That's a goes. natural twenty, by the way. Oh, nice. then then you you are thrust into the limelight of success, and uh, you get to describe exactly how you managed to get over there and what you do. Okay, so um, I see Xanatari being pushed towards the Iron Maiden, so I push myself off away from Bosk and launch myself, sort of um, very wolf-like, and sort of, I'm like, I don't know, how do you do it? You're, I'm very wolfishly here, sort of just like here, pouncing through the air. Let Bosk put his hands together and you can just step <laughs> into his hands and I'll lunge you forward. Okay, so, yeah, okay, so, Basketball yeah. special. Basketball special. Woo! Yeah, I tell the Bosk, I say, Throw me! He's like, okay. <laughs> so he this is like, me. I'm like the Hulk in your Wolverine. Toss me. There you go. Awesome. <laughs> Toss so, me. Uh, yeah, launches me over the table, and I sort of vault off the table, and then throw myself against the door of the Iron Maiden, shutting it. 
nice. Zenitari like thanks you and holds up a 9.5. Wow. <laughs> uh, only a 9.5. And the what werewolf the hell, judge then? gives you a 10. <laughs> gives you a 10. <laughs> okay, so do I? am I still able to attack or did that take it out of me? Um, that no. took it out of you. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say, you just like crazy... That's- that's cool. Everybody. I'll just I'll just lean casually against the Iron Maiden. I'll be like, "Sup? <laughs> Beat that, sucker!" <laughs> Impressive. 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 All right, uh, Bosk. Um, Bosk is seeing and balting the athletic acrobatic wear man monster <laughs> <laughs> into the Iron Maiden. Uh, kind of now turns to think, oh, okay, now we got to take this guy out. So pretty much I'm going to go with a straight up attack, move to attack, and I think I'm going to try to use my, um, I'm going to try to pull out some. If, if you, if you try to move there, mm-hmm. um, you will not make it in this round to be within melee. Okay. Um, well, I'm just—I'll just move as close as I can move, and okay. remain in a guardian stance. Okay. Very good, uh, Daros. That's me. <laughs> and I forget—I forget where you are. I forget where you are in the room. I moved into the middle of the room so I could attack one of the archers on one side using ambush tricks, and then use death reaping, dark reaping on the one across the room from him. So, I'm kind of centered in the room right now. If you are where I believe you are, you will be able to move to encounter this guy. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'd like to move using ambush tricks again. Move up to your speed. Until the end of your turn, you gain combat advantage against enemies that are within five squares of you when you attack and that have none of their allies adjacent to them. So... Is that, is, that an, is that an encounter power, or is that a... Uh, it's an at-will move action. Okay. So, I will move into position on him, and then I'm going to do a basic melee. Yep. Okay. So, yep. here we go. Come on, guys, don't fail me now. I rolled a natural 20. Ooh. Plus 12, 32. Oh, my God. 34 for hit. I thought we were nerfing him. Yeah, he's so OP. <laughs> I hit for 35, and it was a natural 20. That now, awesome. now, Daros, I, 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 I know you love the limelight. I know Thorn <laughs> has just stolen the limelight. And I had to really, show off again. <laughs> you, 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 have just, you have just busted into Tiffany, stolen the limelight. Scissor's <laughs> like, damn, I won't even get to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Damn this temporal thing. Well, <sighs> all right. So, Jaros, in detail. Oh no! You 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 get to after you roll damage, you get to highlight this whole thing in grand adventure formats. Awesome. Okay. Don't fail with now damage. Let's see damage. It's gonna be this plus sneak attack. So two, times two. Two, two. Oh wow! Oh man, you're gonna hurt. <laughs> He's groping me, Daros. Kill him. Hold on. 34. <laughs> nice. Now, if that doesn't take a chunk out, I don't know what will. Daros, describe your attack. Seeing Thorn flip over and show it off. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, seeing Thor jump into the fray and block the Iron Maiden from Genesee, Daros snaps back into action, uh, moving quickly to cause a feint to confuse the boss and sliding in behind him, and using his sword to stab at his most vulnerable areas on the target. Fast as lightning, just cutting at him and hitting and hitting and hitting, and then moves out of the way, spinning away from him. This is all wonderful. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> the damage you have done appear appears to this time at least to have gotten through. You're not, you're not quite certain for your skill and precision if everything did, but definitely this time there's there's some uh there's some damage that did get through. However, this seems to be a well-seasoned and grizzled Uh-oh. hobgoblin. 
used to its prey fighting back. Ooh. As you leap in and hit it and attempt to move away, a swing of a blazing hot poker is aimed at your gut. Okay. Oh, no, you did. <laughs> and it is a 23 versus your AC. Oh, God. What's my AC? 19. Not good. Okay. You take 11 points of damage. Damn. Mm. That was at full, so that was... Two points of fire damage, but... Next round, you'll take another two points of fire damage unless you make your save. Okay. So I'm at 24 right now. Okay. <coughs> Dang it, guys. Sorry. I tried to be all cool and stuff. So, and uh, still got me. <laughs> does, does that mean I get the limelight back because I didn't fail horribly by getting a poke to the gut? Man. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I look at Daryl's. I throw my towel at him and say, nice try, buddy. <laughs> There's, there, there, there is, there is a definite ballet of death uh, that is uh, shaping up here, both in terms of style points and just the sheer amount of dirty tricks that could possibly happen here. So, I've got plenty more. Don't worry, <laughs> Caesar, my dear man. Yes. To um, action, go ye. What can I see from where I'm currently situated? You're still you at the door, first? right? I think so. Okay. You are pretty much given a wide field of view, so uh, depending on how bad you wish to pull a Kurik and hit a member of your party. <laughs> uh, what's the range on your crossbow? Uh, uh, 20. You're fine then, yeah. So if you want to throw down at range, you can throw down at range. Okay. Um, is, uh, Daros with, how close is Daros to me? Daros is outside of the room. Oh, he's outside of the room? No. No, I'm down by the no, boss. No, you, but... you're, you're, they're all up in, like, the northwest corner. Right. Bosk is heading up that way, and if you're at the door, you are at the south, south of the room. Right. I'm just wondering, because I have some stuff I'd like to maybe throw his way. Um, if he's in range, um, can I move to get within, like, range five of Daros? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, Cesar sort of tucks his crossbow into his chest and scurries low across the room to try to get close. Um, maybe even takes cover behind the table or something like that. Um, seeing Daros sort of catch on fire, he, uh... <laughs> <laughs> he he pulls out a little uh, sort of clockwork-looking contraption from one of his belt pouches, uh, pulls out a key from it and gives it a, a a couple of twists and sets it on the floor and it scurries over to Daros and uh, starts spitting water at the places where he's on fire. Uh, he has a he has a an encounter power. It's a minor action. It's called Swift Mender. Uh, it uh, allows the target to make a saving throw. I am going to rule because uh, Cesar's description was so awesome and role-played, <laughs> and plus I get to go, old man heal, um, <laughs> that, uh, Daros, you will not need to make a save, that the fire will uh, uh, go out, and you will not have the sustaining damage unless you get hit again. Yay! Thank you, One light in the Cesar, darkness, the... win. <laughs> before we, before we go further, can you say, Cesar, can you say to the old old, old man's cart? <laughs> get the spinning face and everything going. To the old man's cart. <laughs> yeah, awesome. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. Exactly. But now. Cheering. And then, uh, okay. So as that thing is scurrying off towards Daros, uh. Says it reaches into another belt uh, pocket and pulls out sort of it looks like a, a glass orb filled with a glowing blue liquid, and uh, he looks over the table and he chucks it at Daros and it hits him square in the back of the head. Minty fresh. Yes, it, it <laughs> covers him. Ow. It covers him with 
But actually, you're right. It, it has a bit of a spearmint smell to it. Gatorade, sort of, what? <laughs> and it splashes <laughs> over him and sort of oozes into his wounds and, and heals him up a little bit. And uh, he uh, regains hit points equal to uh, whatever your surge value is, plus two. Sweet. But you don't have to spend a surge. <laughs> All right, I guess I gain back then 11, because my surge value is 9 plus 2. That's right. So that puts me back up to 35. Good. Hey, you get getting hey. your electrolytes, man. Nice. <laughs> definitely, um, definitely a nice round there. Let's see, anything that is being missed here. There is some slight movement of the coals within the uh, fire pit. Um, that Daros uh, has his back turned to at the moment. <laughs> um, <laughs> Always looking the other way. But nothing, nothing at the moment else happens. So, uh, let us go back to Xanatari. Okay. I would like to use uh, my Storm Surge, which is a minor action, and I'm going to uh, make the target, Daros. When he makes a damage roll for a melee weapon attack, uh, he will deal four extra lightning damage. Okay. And oh, then I will um, use my hammering wind against him, which will... Uh, the wind will reinforce my thunder attack, slamming him backward and to the ground, and pull you guys toward him that are not toward him. I know you love that one. Especially you, hmm. Cesar. <laughs> <laughs> but I will use that one. Sweet. So I'll roll to hit. And what is that? 14, maybe not. Uh, no. You do not hit. Okay. I don't think anything happens if I don't hit. Well, there's there's a slight little bit of oddity in that even though you don't hit, there is, as storms are somewhat random, a sudden burst of wind um, that would perhaps be the start of your spell. Sorry. It does not... <laughs> My bad. It, it, does not, it does not pull the other members of your party uh, towards you but, um, Daros? Yeah? Um, if I rolled a 18 no. versus your reflex. My reflex is 19. Okay. You feel that the wind would have, you know, just about buffeted you backwards into the fire pit. Okay. But you are able to keep your feet and grounding. Okay, um, Xanatari, are you going to try and move or do any minor actions? Minor Actually, you're, you're yeah, minor. I did a minor already, yes. Yep. My understanding is that he's still holding me, so I don't know how he's holding me and striking Daros, but I'm not quite sure where he is. Like, is he still grabbing me, or when he swung the poker, did he let go? Can I move away he, from he, him? He's, he's, still, he's still grabbing you. Um... He was pushing you backwards, but you can feel that he's kind of letting the grip go. But he sort of, um, he sort of whipped the, uh, um, the poker for a back strike behind him. Okay. But he's still facing you, but he's going to be, uh, turning that, um, he's going to either be turning around or something, but he sees that the, uh, Iron Maiden is closed. So there's not too much of a sense of pushing you around. Okay. Can I move to get a little bit of distance so that I could still attack him, but that I have some space to breathe? Sure. Okay. I want to move a little bit further away. Okay. How many squares, roughly? Um, five squares, and I want to be uh, kind of to his left side. I'm guessing that Daros is behind him, and yes. I want to be on kind of parallel to where Daros is with him between us. Okay. Cool. Yep. That's fine. Uh, you're gonna have Bosk passing you in very short order. Oh yeah. There you go. Bosk, do it. <laughs> so let's bring in Bosk. Do it. Hit him in the face. 
Bosk is in the house. (laughs) Just to let you guys know. Um, So as I move into melee range, Bosk passes by uh, Xanatari and also has saw the the Daros take his lumps, and he's kind of getting aggravated because he was out of the he's out of the game. He's like, you know, you know, where's the battle? Bosk's not in the battle. Let's move. So. We had uh, so he gets a little enraged and he's going to move up to melee range and holding his nice new uh, shiny hammer, Bosca's uh, kind of curses at at the hobgoblin and tells him that you know the dwarf should have removed their race from the earth a long time ago and uh, sort of cursing well not really cursing he doesn't curse but anyway um, uh, but yeah we're going to go into battle wrath which is one of my at will minor actions which. I'm going to assume the battle stance, and uh, until the stance ends, I gain plus two power bonus to damage rolls, basic attacks with my weapon. So, okay. and then we'll go into a melee attack and try to smack this guy. Okay. Okay. And a roll a natural twenty. Yeah. Ooh. Nice. That's, but that's going to be, you know, I guess that's on that. And then a- damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mosk. You two will be thrust into the spotlight of describing fully how your attacks go off, but uh, go ahead and roll for damage. And multiply it by two. Okay. Uh, Okay, five plus nine, fourteen, plus two, sixteen. So thirty-two points of damage. Nice, dude! Bosk, go ahead and describe yes. your attack in epic detail. Well, as I move into to into stance, I steady my feet and kind of do a a back lashing twirl, as it was sort of one of my dwarven teachers had taught me in the academy. So as I come around with the backside of my hammer um, up against the side of the hobgoblin's face, nice, mm. <laughs> nice. The hobgoblin is rocked. Teeth flying, spraying, blood, teeth, and hair, and just bits all over Daros. Aww. (laughs) (laughs) However, Uh it's not quite dead. Oh, God. There is the single, single single thread of life left in this thing. But you have rocked it beyond any torture that it could have imagined or dealt to this point. It's almost as if its eyes are wide, not in fear of you, but in appreciation for that you in its final moments have opened the doors to its imagination. And those doors will be probably be slammed shut by <laughs> Thorn. You are up, sir. <laughs> da, 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 da. Okay, so I'm a curb stomp this guy's face. No, I'm not. That's a, <laughs> nice. that's a lie. Uh, I do sort of like a, a look up wearing fedora. I'm like, so you think you can get away with this, huh? Um, I'm going to use my encounter power flickering arrow. So uh, it's 11 versus his AC, which is... Um, 17 versus AC? Uh, yes, 17 versus AC, that's what you roll? Yes. You, by sliver, do make your attack. Okay, so arrow to the face. <laughs> um, now, let's see. Where's my D10? However, because it's not a natural 20, you can't describe how awesome it is. Mm. Oh, that's that's oh. okay. That's okay. I'm still pretty awesome. Like I'm just like <laughs> magical infusion powers of awesome into arrow. Let's see. <laughs> you need um, no description. <sighs> so six plus uh five eleven plus five is sixteen plus one because of the my additional effect um my bow expertise which makes that um eleven. Hold on. 16, 17 damage. Cesar. Are you there? Yes, I am here. <laughs> from your from your vantage point, you get to describe the death scene that Cesar views of this hobgoblin. Okay. Well, he sort of 
has panic in his eyes as all of us bear down on him, his enemies, or his allies, all lying sprawled dead across the room, and uh, one blow after the another, uh, more and more blood flows from him, and fur flies, and Daros gets covered with more and more goo and innards and things. <laughs> and I'm finally, just up right now. <laughs> finally, Thorn lets out a primal roar and, and drives right basically through him, uh, and he ver- explodes in a veritable uh, furball of, of goblin skin and bone and weapons and armor and ends up just basically a pair of boots standing there on the floor. And <laughs> nice. And more mm-hmm. goo on Daros. Yes. <laughs> That's why your armor is red. I've been gooed. It is it is it is truly a scene out of Army of Darkness. There you go. <laughs> Having dispatched the vicious hobgoblin torturer. Some of you finding redemption within your weapons, others of you just merely practicing your craft. You are left with a sudden silence of the room, permeated by a <coughs> slight cough. <laughs> <laughs> Where to, to ruin the moment, man? Please. Where to ruin it? As a as a as a somewhat oddly vo- humanoid voiced uh but excessively polite voice uh is heard shouting down down the way. Hello? Hello? Uh, Hello? Uh-oh. Hi. That's a prisoner, remember? Help! Oh. And uh, despite my best attempts at trying to do a separate voice, um, I have a cold this evening, so that probably <laughs> does not work. So anything that sounds like Cesar that does not come from Cesar is not Cesar, so... Is that your brother, <laughs> man? <laughs> if you would... If, if everyone who can do an arcane check would do an arcane check or a perception check, I, w- I would appreciate it. Okay. okay, are we using passive perception or perception? Passive. Okay. Let's see here. 30, arcane. 21, arcane. Okay. 23, passive perception. Okay. 22, passive perception. For... We don't need to roll for passive perception, do we? 16. For those who have rolled uh, their arcane, the armor that the hobgoblin was wearing is radiating a sense of protection magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what sort of armor is it? Good question. It is. It is. It is a leather armor. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. But it is not clearly runed or marked, so. Only those who have the arcane skill would perhaps know of this speciality if they chose to share it or not. For those who rolled a perception check, all of you are able to determine that a hand and or fire elemental are, is not about to shoot out of the fire pit at the moment, and that it was just simply a settling of coals in that last episode encounter. Sweet. Good. So I don't need to stand over it and get stabbed in the chest. <laughs> <laughs> there, there will be no Daros Mellows tonight. Awesome. Damn. I'm, all right, hold on a second. I'll use a minor action to put away my sticks. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure gelatinous cubes everywhere are sad and that they will not too often flit on fire. Uh... It's it's at some point it's my goal to have uh, Bosk being chased Scooby Doo style through uh, many many doors by <laughs> a, a a a series of flaming gelatinous cubes that are actually oh. Ann Winters and uh, Billy Bob from <coughs> local mall shop. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, all right. Cesar okay. goes over to the body if we have a second. Okay. And. Uh, you know, goes through his pockets or whatever and sees what he can find and gets the armor and looks at it and detects the 
protection magic and looks up and says, uh, well, uh, does anyone want this, uh, regular set of, of leathers? I, I could, <laughs> I could, uh, use a, a new upgrade. As you can see, mine are quite old. You're old. You're not going to live long. I want them. I want them. I want them. Uh, I could use them, but yeah, I'm cool with Cesar having them. I'm alright with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with it, I guess. Yeah. I'll just, I'll pilfer right. his body when he dies. Don't he's worry, sleep. Thorn. We'll find some good stuff later. <laughs> Xanatari would say, Cesar, I don't think you're being entirely honest about that armor, which has protection on it, but I think Ooh. you should still have it because you are the least equipped if you decide to continue with us on this quest. If not, perhaps we'll have to reconsider and see maybe one of the people that's going to be endangered more needs it. But what is your plan? Are you coming with us? Oh, well, you, you say you detect some pr- protection magic on this? You should sh- show me what you mean. I, I don't, I don't oh. seem to detect it. Xanatari would wave her hand over the armor and try to make a visible aura appear that everyone could see so they could also be able to have some sort of cue on that. Oosh. Bosk says, ooh, shiny. Do you have such an ability? To detect magic? Yes. Well, detect magic, yes, but you have these either the spell detect magic or the ability to make it glowy. No. <laughs> Is there yeah, such well, a spell? Well, you can make you, it rain. You, you, you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> make Money everywhere. Um, no, do you have like a fairy fire or something that you could use to fake it glowing? No, no. Okay, because otherwise it's a skill, so you wouldn't be able to like finger waggle it and turn the power switch on. Okay, role playing fail. <laughs> That's alright, you can tell it Well, you've told us about it <laughs> Say, Cesar, just believe me, okay? <laughs> it's glowy and pretty <laughs> I'm gonna be it just for you <laughs> Give it to the tea. You know, you, you, you could say it's all shiny and glowy And sort of describe it if you wanted to But, uh, you know, it's cool Um... Okay, so you all are left with the conundrum that there is this piece of armor. Do you guys wish to continue role-playing this, or do you want to uh, hand the loot over? And to who? Well, he has it in his hand. Do we have to hand yeah. it over? Yeah, okay. well, I'm, yeah, I'm still cool with him having it. I mean, Boss is okay. okay. Uh, boss would like to say for his effort in healing my good friend Darius, and take what you need, old man. Cesar, let me know uh, if and when you put that on. Right now. Uh oh. Okay. We did not ask what the protection was of, and I, you know, we did. We weren't like clear on that. Maybe is Uh-oh. is it protection from life? <laughs> what is it protection of? Cesar, your uh, hit points are reduced permanently <gasps> by eight while wearing that. As a as you put it on, and a series of blades on the inside spring out. And oh! <laughs> so, is that from the armor? I guess. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, sucks to be you. <laughs> so, wait, blades came out of the armor and stabbed him, and how many hit points did he lose? He, he, he has lost eight permanently while wearing that. <laughs> as as it is basically just an an, an impaling uh, on him. However, there is a there is a a magic item effect to this. Okay. <laughs> you gain resist all ten until the end of your next turn when you activate it. Mm. So if you activate that uh, in, in an encounter and you get hit with uh, up to ten points of something, mm-hmm. you can ignore that. Okay, uh, Cesar yelps in pain, uh, strips the armor off and throws it at, at Xanatari. <laughs> and he puts his old stuff back on. Cesar is now a, a, a veritable bloody mess, uh, from the cuts, but they are, uh, of almost masterwork precision, um... Clear, clearly, it is it is a bit of armor to um, uh, in, in various circles that would would be something to admire, but uh, in this case, apparently not. Oh, he's dealt with enough pain in his life, I think. Yeah. <laughs> that's, why I, that's why I'm not having you do a system shock roll or anything else along those lines. Yeah. 
Um, you can tell it to somebody. Xanatari would cast Healing Word on him and allow him to um, gain plus two to his next damage roll, and also it will give him a 1d6, which I have to roll extra points of uh, healing. That's, that's enough. I do I do have a question for, uh, <laughs> for, for, you, for you guys at this point in time, and this is a, a, a slight training wheel, so I'm just to get back to that. Uh, are you looking to find a place eventually to settle down and have some rest, or are you <laughs> going to be moving onwards? We kind of need to. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> we need no sleep. I don't think we've slept since where we're I don't, I don't know. I'm good. I'm good. I'll just I'll build you guys a tent out of goblins. <laughs> okay. It might be a good time to rest now because we've cleared this room. Well, there's only one entrance point to this. We have a fire burning. Everything's dead in here, and we just except the prisoner. Except the prisoner, which will shut him up until morning. <laughs> like we don't want to hear your story. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, do we rest, or we let the prisoner out first, hear a story, or what do you guys want to do? Um, um, I would feel safer with him locked up, unless he would, unless he whines the whole night. How about we hear his story, but don't let him out until the morning? Cool. Uh, Cesar, um, by the way, you find sixty gold on the <laughs> uh, the body of the torturer. And Daros goes over and pickpockets. Yeah, Scissor's having a sucky day. <laughs> uh, he hands he hands out the gold fairly. You you also interestingly enough find in a a common human script a warrant for the torturer to operate within this facility. Ooh, common human. Oh yes. my God, Azkaban. <laughs> it is. Signed, again, with the one-eyed skull of an orc and a rod symbol. You one-eyed son of a... <laughs> no more fat man? We're back to orcs. son of a orc. <laughs> Nerf herder. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, this, this almost kind of makes you think that maybe this guy was, you know, this hobgoblin was brought in from the outside. Because okay. goblins and hobgoblins, your characters don't necessarily know this, don't always interact the best. So maybe this, uh, you know, and you can figure out in character as, as you wish, but maybe this uh, torturer was here more for the sake of keeping order within the tribe than actually, you know, bringing people from the outside in from, like, farmlands and stuff and doing torturing, because you don't find any human remains. Hmm. Within this area. Hmm. Oh my god, the goblins are business savvy. <laughs> They've hired hands. Let's talk to the prisoner and see. Maybe he can shed some light on what's going on. Well, it's it's an it's awfully dark down that passageway. Um, are any of you going to bring a torch or anything else along those lines, or is Darius going to rely on his? Uh, <laughs> Daryl's still going to search for traps as we go. As His usual. meat shield self. Hopefully I get stabbed again. That's why Daryl just wants to rest. He's like, guys, traps suck. Okay, seriously. Which direction's the passageway again? To the west. Okay. It's not in the same room because we could hear him. What's the layout again? Oh no, it, it's in the same room. There's you, you came into the door, but on the western side of the, uh, you know, on the southwestern side, there's a passageway heading down. Okay, well, before we go any further, I think I'll pull out a torch for the benefit of everyone else. Okay. Utilizing the handy lighter uh, nearby in the flame pit, uh, your torch is soon roaring. Awesome. Looking down the passageway, you can see that uh, there appear to be a number of cells um, on the northern side of the passageway. And the first cell is empty. But the voice, you know, re is, is like, ooh, I see light. The, uh, oh no. Um, hmm. Uh-oh. I don't know. Is this good or bad? Okay. Um, it's horrible. You should fear for your life. Ah. <laughs> is, is, is that something that you actually say in character? Yes. 
Um, there, there, there is a a a manly yet fearful scream of oh the horror. Uh, you know the don't torture me, don't torture me. Find somebody else. You know I'm I'm sorry I shorted shorted the rations of beer. You know there's just kind of a babbling, scrabbling sound of 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 claw on stone. Claw on stone, not fingernails. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Boss would um, like. To go ahead. No, no, go, go, go. I was going to say, uh, Boss would like to now walk up to that and kind of hit his shield against the the the, the cell to get the prisoner's attention. So okay. we don't mean you any harm. Why are you here? Um. There is a a a mound of. Moving cloth and uh, bone and skinniness um, and very pointy ears that uh, in the northwestern corner of this uh, 10 by 10 cell. And there's um, sort of this gaze as if, you know, the eyes go wide on this creature and it goes, You're tall! So tall, taller than the torturer. Tall, but okay. It, it, that's good on you. That that's good. <laughs> am, am I going to be can hurt we, now? Can we put the creature out of its misery already? I'm already sick of it. <laughs> um. So you 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 are staring uh uh Bosk at at a. Small goblinoid type creature. Hmm. Um, anybody else come up to the other cell bar that is accessible? Um, I'll, I'll stand back. Oh, I'll, yeah, I'll, stand, say, I'll stand back. I'm with uh, Thorne. We're kind of watching the backs of our homies. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm watching the back of my homies. He's probably just back there posing again. <laughs> <laughs> is this uh, goblin speaking common? Oh yes, yes, and and seems to be doing sort of a uh, better than squeaky job. Like it's it's you know it it has encountered uh you know this language and and not just kind of winging it. Okay, I would say who are you and why are you locked up? Um, long time since somebody asked me my name, but the less but the, what they call me around here is Splug. And, uh, oh, well, committed a great crime. I, I, uh, took more beer than I was told to. And, well, the others had to come up short. I have a question. What are you? There's a, a, a faint moment of proudness. Um, and he answers, I'm a goblin. And then sort of like kind of quivers back and, and, and hides again. But I'm 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 not nearly as, as, as cool in, in being a goblin as obviously you all great adventurers are. <laughs> you know, sort of looking between the shield and everything. And sort of spies Daros in the back covered with gore and goes, <laughs> um Oh, are 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 you all in, 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 in need of a good good campsite and, and a good meal and and uh, some, some some rest? I can help with that. I I, I can um, polish weapons and and um, um, heat water and uh, I'll, I'll I'll help you cook. <laughs> so the assistance says, go ahead. <laughs> this uh, the assistance might be nice. Let's let's not knock this back. We can <laughs> we can do what we did with Gollum. We can put him on a rope. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was gonna say, Bosk. He he thinks you're tall and statuesque, and he wants to polish your weapons. Take him with you. Ooh. <laughs> Here's my weapon. Polish it. <laughs> I got something he can polish. We're gonna we're gonna get some letters from some listener letters from Kentucky right now. Yeah. <laughs> can we can we keep him after dark? <laughs> can, can we keep the golem as a pet? Can we call him Steve? <laughs> Steve Gollum. Steve Gollum, please. 
It's up to you guys. You want to let him out? It's fine with me. I'm not watching. Um, we don't know his story yet. I say no. I'm still kind of hanging in the back. Like I would let everybody know. It's like we need to wait. We need to rest. We don't know if we can trust this person. What if it's, we make a deal? What if we tie him up and then bring him out and then see what happens from that? Well, Do you then have he any can't clean our campsite. Or, but this, this, this is this is this is this is sort of like Dobby without without the the really bad uh, Dobbiness. But <laughs> him now. Okay. Okay, I mean, I'm just say, voicing my opinion. It's up to you guys, though. I'm cool with whatever the group decides. What What if we bring him out, we frisk him for weapons, and then we keep a watch on him? So Does anyone want to stay up and watch him? I, I will. like more trouble than it's worth to yeah. me. He but doesn't have any weapons be... if he's in his cell, right? Yeah, but he could steal them. Oh. I vote to sleep on it myself. Agreed. I said we make camp here so we can watch him and watch this room and we let him out in the morning. I'll begrudgingly okay. go with the group. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Tony. <laughs> as, as the party uh, departs back down the hallway, you, you hear behind you, um, okay, I'll um, guard this dark corner until... Um, yeah, I'll, I'll take first watch here. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I call back down the corridor. We'll be back for you, Stephen. We'll be back. <laughs> okay. Okay, thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd4dishonor.com. Subscribe on iTunes and find us on Twitter at deathd4. Please take a listen to the Gray Area podcast about advice and interviews on relationships between gamers and also the Geek Bits podcast on regular guys talking about geeky stuff. One at grayareapodcast.com and the other at geekbits.net. Join us for our worldwide adventure. Stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels.